Carried aloft upon the winds of battle, we drift through the inner sphere, wandering masterless and homeless, stricken by the memories of what was. Our forefathers were forced to witness the death and destruction of all they held dear, left behind by their fellow Star League soldiers, driven from the world they called home, hounded at every turn by the so-called Lords of Succession. Now we have been forced to live in exile and this mercenary lifestyle, fighting in the pay of one power or another, earning enough money to keep ourselves and our families whole, struggling to retain our independence. Yet even here, we retain our honor and serve only the noblest of causes, hoping against hope that someday the winds of battle shall carry us back to the home we cannot name once more. We are the Windborn Highlanders. The winds shall carry us home. Join us, windbornhighlanders.com, for recruitment and contracts. Max Devs and Beer is recorded in front of a live studio audience and is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. Live from Outreach Studios, you're listening to the Mechs, Devs, and Beer Podcast, a No Guts, No Galaxy special featuring your hosts, Phil and Darren. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy, Mechs, Devs, and Beer Podcast number four. My name is Phil, and I'm your host. It is November 29th, 2012, and well, my shout-out is going to go to our Critical Hits comic, and specifically, Short Painter, a.k.a. Rudy Vall. Dude, you're amazing. I love working with you. Love the mech porn you toss our way all the time. Yes, mech porn. It's awesome. And I just want to say unit. And uh, yeah, pumpkin ale. <laughs> Darren, I, I definitely uh, second that as far as your shout out in uh, Short Painter. My shout out today goes to Sierra Nevada. Uh, it's called Kellerweiss Hefeweizen. That's what I'm drinking today. Ran out of pumpkin ale, but uh, Hefeweizen always does in a pinch. And also a quick shout out to all you Battletech and MechWarrior fans out there. That's all of you, I'm assuming. And specifically the people that I've been, uh, shall we say, debating the third person uh, issue with lately. Adult conversations go <laughs> Adult a long conversations. Way. You know, it's so funny. Darren's such a, uh, I don't know, sort of a passive fellow. And yet there's something about that third person just makes him come... Certain things give me a shorter fuse than other things, but yeah. And you don't want to see him when he's angry. And of course, to all of our live studio audience, thank you for coming out and listening to tonight's show and recording, and to all of our new listeners out there. Indeed. And also, I'd like to mention that if you have the ability, go to our donations page right now and help support NGNG. You can set up a $2, $5, $10 recurring donation if you can. Uh, there's a tip jar on the front of our site. Otherwise, uh, anything you can uh, afford helps out in a big way. Even $1. Also, uh, even easier if you don't feel like donating directly, um, but you're going to do maybe a little shopping on Amazon.com this year for Christmas gifts, whatever. Go to our website. Click through our banner on the left-hand side, and anything you buy on Amazon.com will send us a little kickback. It does not increase the cost of your item or items, but it does help support the podcast without having to make a direct donation. I was going to say, it's sort of like beer. It doesn't increase the size of your unit, but damn it if you don't feel like it doesn't. Yeah. Mm. 
All right. That being said, it is mixed devs and beer, and I am drinking Post Road Pumpkin Ale. Darren, what are you drinking? Uh, well, it was in my shout out, the Sierra Nevada Half Horizon. Well, I just wanted to make sure someone out there. Uh, by the way, we did have a suggestion of a NGNG beer list and possibly doing those every other week and us, well, beer tasting those suggestions people have out there. So keep that in mind. And uh, all right. And again, tonight we have two guests on our show the late and upcoming future star himself, Mr. Earlham Garth. It's good to have you back on the show, buddy. And of course, we have someone new. Well, a lot of you guys know him. His last name is something I'm not even going to try to pronounce because, well, well, I can. And I think that's the, <laughs> but I'd like to introduce Especially Nikolai. after some beer. Yeah, Nikolai, uh, a.k.a. you guys know him as Nico Snow. And uh, yeah, welcome, you two. Welcome, guys. Hi there. Thanks for having me on. Nico, hey. you want to uh, pronounce your last name for us? Lupkevich. Yeah, there you go, Phil. Try and say that now. Lupkevich. <laughs> Good job. There Close enough. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, that being said, obviously, Garth is the community manager at Piranha Games, working on MechWare Online. And Nico is an IGP community rep. And specifically, IGP is the publisher for MechWare Online and MechWare Tactics. Now, Garth, I know we've already talked to you about how you sort of got in the game industry and stuff. But, uh, Nico, like, yeah. How did you end up being a community rep at a publishing company for a game company? You know, like, how does that work? Well, it's a long and arduous story that started with a kid who grew up uh, born in Canada, raised in the Middle East, uh, studied philosophy in university, and ended up back uh, in Montreal to work in QA. I spent four years doing third-party QA work. Uh, last year, I became a community rep due to my uh, experience with talking to people and just socializing in general. And here I am today working at IGP, working on one of my favorite games yet. Now, with that background, what led you into QA? I think it was my love of video games, really. Good for you. Good man. Thanks. Now, and for those who don't know, QA obviously is quality assurance. You guys... Um, QA teams are everywhere under every game, under every umbrella as far as the gaming industry. And you guys basically sit there and play the game. I think also that that's one of the most misunderstood um, jobs in video games. Everybody, when they first hear about it, oh, I want to be QA. I want to be a tester. Um, Because basically they think they're going to be sitting around playing video games like they do normally every day. But obviously, I mean, Phil and I have a little QA experience uh, in our past, and it's nothing like that. Because, uh, And you can back me up, hopefully, Nico. You basically just sit around trying to break the game, not really playing it as if you're having fun, but trying to find all the, uh, the broken functions and so forth. Oh, yes, completely. There are times when I'm trying to play a video game at home, and I just find that I'm testing wall collision for no reason. <laughs> See, it's just, it's just, it's a love, but on a different level. But yeah, QA teams, uh, hardworking, and especially some of those lead guys, you know, they're going out there, they're doing a plethora of like tests, like, okay, well, we heard about this, you know, let's go see if it's actually true, you know, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, we got a lot more questions for you guys specifically, but what I want to do really quick is basically do some quick fire questions towards you, Nico, and I want you to answer, you know, as quickly as possible and as honestly as possible and just fyi if i hear anything urban mech related you might just get banned from this ds3 server i don't know it's... Urban mech. <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking urban mechs are okay we need trash cans here we go favorite beer 
Molson Export. Favorite mech? Uh, not urban mech. That's a good answer. Do you have any specifically like your everything your except favorite? for the urban? Well, in the game right now, I love the Atlas K, but otherwise, truly, I love the whole story behind the urban mech. <laughs> God, another one. All right, favorite battle tech novel? Blood Legacy. The whole story of the Wolves Dragoons was awesome. Favorite Battletech house or clan or affiliation? We're also uh, following Maybe. that same line, I'd say Clan Wolf in Exile. Yes. Ooh, nice. The man after my own heart. Phil and I actually met while in Clan Wolves in Exile. Yeah, he was my bondsman. Get it? Mm. Bombs, bondsman. Bombsman. Yeah. I was lore master. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Honest, because on your uh, you know introduction into the clan uh, for you know trial position, you decided to engage every single one of them right away Who at the same yeah. time. So it turned into a Fuck three one on, at a time. Yeah, turn. No, actually, it wasn't just a three on one. It's because we had two at the same time. So it turned into like a six on one, and Darren died in a ball of fire. Didn't we get a shot off? Yes. Well, I got yeah. a shot off because I initiated the six on one by shooting the it, wrong it person. It wasn't. It wasn't much. Yeah. All right, what is your BattleTech history uh, or MechWare? Like, how did how did you get into BattleTech MechWare, Nico? It's supposedly, you're you're a nerd like us. Is this true? Pretty much. Uh, for me, it started when my brother was uh, my older brother was playing MechWarrior two a lot, and he passed me the keyboard and started having me play. So, MechWarrior two was your introduction to the BattleTech MechWarrior universe. Pretty much. After that, he also had a stack of Battletech cards, and I was the only other person at the time who was interested in playing with him. Awesome. Well, MechWarrior 2 is definitely a good place to come in. Uh, great game. And actually, you know, you know what? Speaking, hold on, speaking of mm-hmm. the cards, I'm actually holding a Shadowcat A Mech Omni Clan Smoke Jaguar Steel Viper. It's got a jump negative one attack plus one initiative, and uh, here's a quote from it. it says, I had been told of this clan mech's cat-like pounces, but I had yet to see it with my own eyes. I wish I had not. Now, I, I saw don't... a lot of uh, scats, um, shadow cats, uh, pouncing in MechWarrior Living Legend back in the day. Yeah, that's boing, what we rolled boing. with. It was awesome. The uh, shadow cat C, ERPPC, Gauss Rifle, Jump Jets, and 97 KPH. Yes. It's funny. I've been looking at the cards on eBay lately, looking to buy some for giveaways. Uh, Not sure whether our listeners are into the cards or want them, but uh, definitely give us some feedback if you do want cards, and I will get some for giveaways. I definitely um, have a stack here. Um, I went and found mine, my collection, and I have probably, I don't know, three, four hundred cards and uh, I actually have my stack here, and it's got the uh, protective covers over them. And it's funny because I remember playing with this, and I definitely stacked my deck, pun intended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is Mech Steps and Beers. So uh, for you and the listeners, drink unit. Unit, yes. unit. BB's not here to say cockpit, so I will for her. Yeah, but the way she says it compared to you just, you know. Yeah, there's, I know. There's something about that, don't Something about that word. Don't know. Mm. So, uh... Nico, what does a day in the uh, life of a community manager... Well, hold on. Let me break this in mm-hmm. because we also have Garth here. Community guys, representative. Yeah, you guys both are in the trenches every single day. And I know we've asked you multitudes of times, Garth, uh, questions here or there. Um, but from your perspective, Nico, you, you handle a lot of the... Well, can you basically tell us what you do on, on the forums as a community rep? 
Well, we all have a slight area of specialization. Uh, my QA background gives me more uh, more experience for dealing with the support and tech side of things. But otherwise, we're all moderating players, moderating threads. Uh, and when we're in discussion with uh, PGI or when we're, uh, when we're talking with the developers, we're always trying to advocate and represent the community whenever we speak. So you're so, the ones out there that basically have our backs as far as community goes. We're basically your defense attorney. You don't always get to pick your client either. Aren't uh, the Battletech MechWarrior uh, fans, uh, let's see, what's the word I can use, interesting? I've got to say they are some of the most hardcore fans I've ever encountered in my career, and I love it. <laughs> That's good. That's why uh, that job works for well, you. How, how does that help you being a Battletech MechWarrior fan and dealing with the, the ferocious and tenacious and belligerent sometimes uh, attitudes? I'm even belligerent when it comes to certain things. Like How, how, do, you, how do you do that? Does that help with a philosophy sort of background and, you know... That's right. Who's uh, who's uh, sort of chill? <laughs> well, I think it helps a lot in terms of trying to evaluate both sides of any situation. But uh, really, I think the whole fact that everybody's a fan makes it that much better because they know I'm a fan too, so they know that they're going to be well represented by me. Now, I see you all the time um, on the forums, and uh, you get to—I guess—you get to decide when a thread has run its course. Now, having moderators on the forums, I remember when the forums didn't have moderators. Oh, my God. <laughs> remember that, Darren, a year ago when mm, the forums... I blocked were, oh, it out of was, my memory. We, we actually told them not to go on the forums at the time. And but, I didn't. Um, that being said, uh, let's talk about the positives. Um, you know, what are some of the things that you've seen sort of come out of the forums as far as, like, uh, community and building and stuff? I mean, obviously, you know, we got the... the you know, team speak threes and other stuff going on. Like, what are some of the cool things you get to see on a daily basis? Well, myself, I love the uh, meme threads that have grown. Uh, the manliest images ever thread is one of my favorites. Uh, Urban mech appreciation thread. Any of those ones I like to take a little break on five minutes and just read through what people have created. It's hilarious, really. Uh, you, you guys, Garth, um, you missed the show last night. By the way, we missed you. We did have Paul. He, he did an excellent job answering a lot of questions, which, again... Um, so, by the way, Garth, are you getting married? Yes. You're Congratulations. Married. Awesome, okay, dude. unit, unit, thank unit. You. We got a toast yes. to that. Um, thank you for... Because I asked you yesterday, and you were like, oh, wedding preps or something, and then you sort of alluded towards it was someone else's wedding. Congratulations, man. Well, it is. Thanks. It's his fiance's wedding. He, he'll be there and be in attendance, but it's not his. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll be yeah. at it, but it's, yeah. It's <laughs> Congratulations, bro, man. That's awesome. Thanks. Awesome, man. Um, now, uh, Nico and Garth, you guys mentioned Urban Mech. Did you guys see the Pikachu Urby? Did, did you? Here, let me let me link this. That requires linking, I think. Wow, Phil is linking a, an Urby well, image. It's, well, maybe it's a wedding gift. There you go. You that get is to... incredible. That <laughs> is absolutely amazing. Um, I figured it was actually someone like Garth's desk. That's actually yours. Is that not? No, but it's similar in that I have Urban Max all over my desk. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Nerf guns <laughs> here. I like how you did that, Phil. It's like, ugh. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, I mean, to each his own. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so um, being a community rep and basically a forum sort of moderator and you going around, Nico, does your job ever end? Like, do you go in and like eight o'clock in the morning and you get off at five or is it like you can't leave the forums even when you go home? Like, how does that work? Like, do you stop becoming Nico Snow when you leave? Well, we're actually in the middle of figuring out a way to integrate my brain into an AI so that I can permanently Ooh. be there. But short of that, I do like to leave somewhere around... Uh, I usually get home around midnight or so. You need to have some time to watch uh, when Battlestar Galactica. When do you go into work, though? Usually between 9 and noon. You crazy bastard. All the I way to 12. Oh, and hold on, are you on um, East Coast or are you on West Coast? East Coast time. Okay, so you're in Montreal, so that's... Okay, that's... Uh, you know, I can see Because if you're in the East Coast noon is okay but if you're on the west coast it's not well no because remember uh, him coming in at noon means about nine o'clock in the morning on the west coast which is your for pgi time right and for pgi getting to work and stuff so that makes sense i'm not saying you know yes mm-hmm. east coast we're better i'm not even from east coast i'm not even from the <laughs> south man you're in the time you can, zone man you can take the south and keep it yeah no women love it legs it's awesome all right um that being said confused <laughs> what are some uh things coming out that garth that you're, you're looking forward to specifically um whether that's information or something a part of mwo i mean that you guys are really excited about uh there's a couple the big one i think is um the eight player versus eight player i cannot wait to see that in action again with people having to play eight on eight is going to be fantastic because i don't know if everyone read this there's no um there's no um, requirement for what mechs you bring. You just bring whatever eight you want. And I cannot wait to see, man, it's impossible to beat eight Jenners, followed by, it's impossible to beat eight Cataphracts, followed by, you know, all that stuff. I just cannot wait to hear it. What about, um, and this is actually interesting because this dives into something I was talking to Rayzilla from uh, C Reddit about is, we here at NGNG, we're really excited about community warfare and being able to sit down and have round, you know, discussions, roundtable discussions with unit leaders about, you know, competitive play, what setups are being used, what mechs, what's tactics and all this. And right now it's all speculation. And even people going out and trying to do competitive matches, well, it's falling short. It's because the game's not ready for competitive environment. So I'm wondering is like, Will we ever see the flea used in a competitive, you know, nature? Why, you know, why wouldn't you? And and as you guys introduce new new Max, um, obviously with the uh, ECM coming out, which cool, that's gonna be awesome, which I'm really excited about. Um, Couldn't tell. No way. It's it, dude. It's gonna be a game changer, like majorly. It's it's yeah. Anyways, that being said, um, you know, Nico, what do you, um, what are you looking forward to? I mean, I'm assuming you play um, on your off hours. Oh yes. Well, uh, I guess uh, the big thing I'm looking forward to is the community warfare. I really can't wait to see just the whole Inner Sphere map going on and everybody just going at it. War, factions. Uh, Hell yeah. I want to see that map changing every morning when I get in. I totally agree with that. What do you guys, what's been the uh, community reaction regarding the second hero mech? And how do you pronounce that, by the way? Ilya? Ilya. Ilya. And the second part? Miromets. Ilya Miromets. Now, see, you know, I, I, I think I know quite a bit about the Battletech universe, but I hadn't actually heard of that one, and it was a good read, the little story. But how's the community reacted to that so far? Hmm, I'd say it's pretty even on uh, 
there's a, a lot of people who like it, and a lot of people are like, I don't remember that from the books. That's bullshit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's a bit of a, a rift there. Um, I think Dave Bradley can probably explain it better than I could, but basically we looked at the mech and we're like, we need to make a cool version of this. And the only guy who's canon who used one that's in this time frame died like 10 years ago so we were like oh well we kind of have to make our own then so we basically took a bunch of influences that already existed and then basically with randall made a i was just gonna ask did randall help one. well yeah. and i was gonna say the the canon uh, individual you're talking about is george uh he dies in 3039 um yeah exactly. you know, so uh, there are and i think we we mentioned this yesterday on the, the podcast was uh you know there there were no others so either you create your own and put a pilot and i don't see any problem in that and uh you know so well and plus i at this point the cataphract is definitely my favorite mech it's what i'm rolling probably 90 percent of the time and uh i will definitely be buying the hero mech version i'm very much looking forward to that your cataphract is that quad ac5 what are you running that um i yeah i've been changing just to try i love the quad ac5 uh on the 4x um i also like the uh 1x version um but uh yeah those quad ac5s man if if you get the right situation they just tear mechs apart apparently I was watching bradley use it it was great <laughs> apparently um on our ngng tv i roll the 1x um and it has two large lasers two medium poles and an ac2 really really fun goes uh 79 kph plus the bonus you're hitting 85 good amount of armor too uh good amount of heat sinks someone actually um pm'd me on our team speak server and was like hey just fyi uh someone said they liked your build and told me to pass it on to you and blah 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 and so that's what i really love is uh you know different variants out there to try them out now i'm using the 3d in a sort of different role and Here's one thing I love about the community. I do have community issues, and I don't know if I could be a community uh, representative no, you like you guys. No. You're, but, you, you are you were fired earlier today. Yeah, but one of the things I love is just the fact that um, <clears throat> so many people out there are really uh, they really put the time and the effort into finding amazing builds and tactics. And I love to see what comes out of uh, the you know you put this these mechs or these maps in front of. Uh, these thousands and thousands of players and they just do amazing things so i've been loving watching the youtube videos that people are posting and seeing what their mech loadouts are and what their strategies are people come up with some amazing stuff you know it'd be nice is uh maybe down the road when we have community warfare that it's just a death match so you know community warfare you drop maybe it's a planet battle and there is no cap the base there is no you know king of the hill whatever you guys you know any and it's just basically tactics and mechs and on mech and just seeing what happens you know like what strategies would evolve on caustic valley you know or uh you know frozen city or whatever we heard a desert maps coming out soon so you know like these things is what are what are units going to do out there um i have a question for both of you what do you think your uh job description or what you're doing on a daily basis will change once community warfare is uh brought into the game all in all, I don't think so. I mean, the essence of our job is pretty much keeping the peace in the forums and keeping the peace on any other outlets, such as our Facebook fan page. Uh, like us there, by the way. And No, I don't think there's going to be much changes in terms of how the features will affect how we treat the community. Keeping the, the peace. That is a never-ending job, I expect. Uh, almost. People find new ways to start wars. Damn kids these days. 
Well, I find it's the old people. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure <laughs> no, if you I know. the demographics, I mean, MechWare Battletech fans. Actually, are... it's probably a lot of them are the older who are totally set in their ways and don't want anything to be changed. I received an expletive-laden uh, message on our phones up front from someone who turned out to be in their 40s. No, we had a, never. We had a discussion with Paul uh, yesterday, and it was basically how it goes a long way to be tactful, you know, especially uh, with you guys being involved. There's a lot of cool ideas out there. there there's a lot of opinions, and uh, one opinion isn't right over the other, and you could call it stupid, you could call it dumb, or at the end of the you day... You could call them idiots, right, Phil? Yeah, you can call them idiots, apparently. That's what I said. <laughs> I didn't mean to, but... Um, but at the end of the day, if you can't have an adult conversation about it, on you know, um, then... Well, well you... Nico and Garth, if, if somebody comes, you know, if somebody wants to present their opinion on something, and I think this is maybe a little bit misunderstood, people, you know, it's just like in a game when people use all caps because they think people are going to pay attention more, maybe sometimes they do. If somebody has something that they want to bring to you, does it help if they post a irate thread and, you know all hate and anger and expletives and so forth or will it will it get more or less attention than if they just come calmly and collectively and post their opinion i i actually use the uh police station example here i'm like okay imagine you just got robbed and you go into a police station there are two ways you can play this you can walk in and say hey i just got robbed Here's all the things that happened. This sucks. What can you do about it? Then there's option two. Oh my god, I got mugged. It's all your fault. Where were you? How come there are cops on every street? So, yeah, you can imagine which one works more. Oh yeah, rob the police station. In retaliation. <laughs> That's pretty much how I feel on the same level. The the more calm, the more uh, concise the people are when they try and present an idea to us, the easier it is for us to take in to... Um, to na- analyze and to just keep the discussion going on the forums. I mean, if there's a thread that's laden with vulgarities, we got to take it down, and that's pretty much how it works out. Yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense to me. Uh, calm and collected. You're going to get heard, and of course, you're not bringing up anything that they don't already know or haven't already heard, for the most part, I'm, I'm assuming. Hey, um, uh, Nico and Garth, would you guys mind taking a few questions from the audience i hate the audience yeah go ahead (laughs) all right so anybody out there in the audience that wants to ask question x up and there we go the first one is from gods of war go ahead and unmute your mic and ask away uh nico and garth one of you guys might be able to answer this um with all of the farmers and idiots just either suicide, kill themselves, or go hide in a corner like a little crying crying and beat themselves like a little girl. What are you guys going to do about these guys? Actually, actually, I just talked to Paul today. I can't say what it is, but as soon as he told me what we're doing about this, I'm like, oh my god, why did I not think of that? I'd never thought of doing this, and it's absolutely perfect. It will literally give them zero. If you kill yourself, if you idle in your base, if you do anything, if you don't do anything that isn't combat related, you will get absolutely nothing. And I was like, oh my god. So I can't wait for you guys to see this. It is coming soon, and it's going to be awesome. Thank the gods. The gods of war, huh? Uh, I've been killing myself over these guys. <laughs> well, thank you for your question. Good question. Uh, although I think uh, BB Wolf would probably take a little offense to the girl comment. But anyway, we'll move on to the next question, which was Kobura. Go ahead and unmute and ask away. All right. Well, the 
the question raised by your anti-cheating measures aside, uh, I'm sure that you have an intelligent solution for the current technical issues. We have, at least in the Sharks, we have minor workarounds for when someone has a black screen or an FPS bug, we park them in our base. So they at least do something or move, kind of contribute-ish. Uh, hopefully they don't get nothing. But my real question was, uh, if we... You're replacing... You're, you're, you're putting in the new hero mech. Are you going to remove the Yenlo Wang? No, absolutely mm-hmm. not. It's staying in. Oh, okay. So it'll just... its you're, We will have two hero mechs available. Yeah, the, the idea is to add is basically one for every variant wherever possible. So yeah, they're, they're not going anywhere. Okay. I had another... I had one other... Am I allowed to ask another? Sure, go for it. Okay. Since I banned you the other day by accident, I'll, uh, this is this is a repayment. You it wasn't by me? accident. Oh, no, was it, was it not it you? It was Kobold. Did you confuse oh, yeah. me with Kobold again? Yeah, I did. Okay. Stop I'm, I'm having man. the same name. I don't. <laughs> I'm. It's not... Okay. Looks the same If I me. have to read past the first three letters, sorry, you're screwed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I saw the K and that's it for me. Uh, 2007, man. Actually, uh, 2003. Unit? Um, unit, unit. Go ahead, ask your question. Unit. No, Cobra, you can ask your, your next question. Oh, Go for it. oh I thought, okay. Um, the you other were just one drinking. was the grouping, you know, you're implementing phase two matchmaking on the fourth. I'm sure everyone's mother, grandmother, and grandparents are all excited about that, uh, including all of the people that I've spoken to. My question is, that there is confusion in the documentation as much as I can find even heavily scouring the forums. What will happen to groups of five, six, or seven that attempt to play? Are they just up to four, no more, unless eight? Or are they going to be five, six, or seven versus eight? Uh, currently, it's going to be uh, you have to have four or eight. But we, um, once we've worked on getting this down, we're going to figure out what to do with the rest of it. Because the problem we have, and we're, we're looking at other games that have systems similar to this. I'm using World of Warcraft as an example. Don't hate me for it. Okay. If you're in a World of Warcraft match and you do something similar, you can actually run in a 15-player game with a 14-person pre-made. But you won't be put against another pre-made because you don't have 15. And the problem is you still roll everyone because you got 14 out of 15 people and, you know, team speaker or whatever. So there's that problem. So we have to figure out how to deal with what happens when a team of eight just kicks a guy out and then start rolling guys all over the place. So for now, yes, it will be eight or four. We are sorry. But once we figure it out, we will add something else. No, I I personally, uh, that is like a shoulder shrugging sigh of relief because I was worried it was like and, and up to four, like groups of one, two, three or four are going to be treated basically the same. Yeah. Okay, that's, like, the only other suggestion I think I could possibly make is uh, put fours in their own category, or it's 4-4 four, four versus 4-4, four, four, and well, I think call at it some a day. point we probably will. I'm, I'm sure they've got a, you know, yeah, team Yeah, I assume that they know what they're doing. And yeah, That's it, that's, uh, that's enormous, that's wonderful and amazing, and that's exactly how I'd do it. Cool, right. Kabura, thank you for your question, appreciate that, Phil, yeah? The next one is... It's actually Kobold, no, actually it's Kobold. Oh, did... He was, the yeah. band, band kid, band kid. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Kobold. Kobold, uh, go ahead and unmute and ask away. So first of all, I'm 31. I stopped being a kid a while ago. <laughs> I'm still a get kid. That out of the way. Uh, I'm just gonna bring to up Darren, something. Everyone's a kid. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm just gonna bring up something that I was mentioning before in chat um, about the ECM. It's not so much 
divergence from tabletop. Obviously, that's you're expecting that. You have so many things, whether it's battle grid, the lock-on system, targeting, stuff that doesn't exist in a turn-based game, that you have to make things work differently. I get that. My concern is about ECM specifically, but a design question in general of how, how you approach these changes. Using ECM as an example, in tabletop, all it really does is negate the benefits of other advanced technology that was starting to show up. For example, uh, Artemis, NARC, etc. However, this the version that seems to be proposed now not only negates the advanced technology, but also has a massive impact on the underlying weapons, with the, the, whether it's the streaks or the LRMs. In both of those cases, in tabletop, obviously, they work, they function differently. You need attack rolls, you don't have automatic lock-ons, automatic hits. It sounds like from the discussions on the forums, some people have big complaints about the automatic lock-ons and automatic hitting problem. And it seems to me that if that's a problem, the fix should be fix the underlying weapon, don't introduce another even bigger trump card which forces everyone to carry that new card. So how okay, well, do you handle that sort of... Because it feels like it's going down the direct path of, oh, this is too powerful or too good or too whatever. Cobalt, can I, can I Let's cut put in on here? a new fix. Sure. Can we, can we let Garth or talk i mean that's one of those things where sorry i just wanted you to just clarify had, you just had like a how 20 question you know it, well, um, i'm trying the, my only point is i'm trying to get to specifically the underlying i don't want it's not so much about just the ecm it's more about this concern that it looks like it's going down a path that we've seen in other games where something is too good so there ends up being a sort of trump card which forces a new trump card over and over I actually have a response to that already, because I've had this discussion many times. Uh, does anyone remember when AM, uh, when the uh, anti-missile came out, and everyone said, oh my god, no one's going to use AMS, LRMs yes. again. And then, about a month later, every second post on the forums is how OP LRMs are. And we didn't ever change AMS. It was the same as it had always been, yet somehow it was suddenly not as game-breaking as it had originally seemed. I think ECM will be the same. I've played test games with it, and at no point did I go, Jesus, this is so OP. Because, again, people are reading into it more than they should. Like, you can lock on to someone if you're not in that 180-degree uh, uh, or 180-meter radius. You can lock on to them. It's just if you're inside it, you can't. So that's not really a big deal. Again, yeah, Street Cats... Um, Virtually nothing affects them right now. This will. That's sort of rough. But, I mean, don't run up to guys who have it. It's very clear who has it. As soon as you've targeted them, you can see if they have it or not. And you I can think... also see anyone who's covered by it. So it's never well, like you just wander into it. And well, plus... the, biggest thing, the biggest thing with me is, uh, and I'm totally open for discussion, and I think it's a great thing to bring up, is it's not implemented yet. It's, I mean, right now it's just words. Like, I, I can read a sentence... But until I see it in game and see how it actually plays out, because every, I mean, it's all in context, right? I mean, so until, I know that sounds weird, but until those words get in game and I can actually see them, I can understand having discussions about it, but being worried or, or saying, oh, well, that's not going to work or oh, that's going to create issues here. Well, how do we know? I'm like, the other know, thing is that I don't think uh, ECM is being introduced because of other weapon LRMs and streaks or whatever being OP. I mean, it was always the intent to introduce them. So it's not like they said, Oh, well, these things are OP. Let's come up with something that can counter them. Um, these are all, this is functionality that's been 
you know, on the drawing board for a long time. And I think just like Phil said, you, it's got to be introduced and we got to see how it actually works and how it, you know, how it doesn't work before we can really get too <clears throat> emotionally, you know, attached or detached from it. There's always the factor as well of uh, weight and uh, what you're going to be getting rid of to have that ECM on your mech. And I think those are all of the big balancing factors that really help keep the game together. Nico, I'm going to have to I'm just going to say I think I have a disagreement on that last point because actually that's something I have a problem with. If you've got a Raven who's only giving up a ton and a half and can run up next to the enemy LRM catapult and make him worthless just for a ton and a half, that's How's actually from my point How's he getting up next to that guy, though? Well, because he has and, the same max speed as a Jenner. Well, Cobalt, Cobalt, first off, you're right. Right, uh, uh, a 35-ton mech running up to a 60, totally negating a mech. You're right, that's, that's the thing. But this isn't a I game. This is a team game. I mean, hands exactly. down, I mean, you're going to have multiple different mechs on the field. And if everyone's running around in boats uh, of missiles and all of a sudden this one ECM light runs up to your team and negates your entire team, well, it, that's, the, that's the argument of like, well, he killed me with an AC-20. Okay, let's put it in context. Well, what were you doing? Well, I was running right at him. Well, what range were you at? Uh, 150 meters. Why did you get 150 meters in front of a guy with an AC-20? You know, it's one of all those things. And again... And sure, for competitive play, I agree with you completely. Teams will figure it out, and the metagame evolves. My concern is more for the pugs who are dropping and can't right. control what their teammates do. But it's a concern that it's all on paper right now. And I'm, I'm totally open for a discussion about it, and I think that's good. But you just said it yourself. It's not in-game. Why worry about it until you really see it in game? And then you can be like, okay, yes, it, it, that needs to be fixed, or this needs to be adjusted, or oh shit, uh, yeah, I it think actually needs Garth's, to be buffed. I think Garth's ECM example was uh, a good answer, um, and we, we will have to see. Uh, Cobalt, I appreciate your question, but we do have to, because we have to fit a couple more people in, uh, we had to move on. Um, we'll have to just see how that uh, works out, and yes, there is no... I and ECM, so we'll see what happens. Um, we had, I'll take one more. Um, and it's I believe. Syllogy, I believe. It's yeah. Syllogy. I don't know how to pronounce that. Syllogy, I think. So, Syllogy, go ahead and unmute your mic and ask away. Okay. Um, my question is more regarding to uh, kind of opening MechWare Online up for a bigger audience, a more casual or more social audience. Is PGI working on uh, like other game cues that would either like relax the rules of heat and ammo or introduce uh, multiple or infinite respawns other than the dropship game mode? Uh, we originally had talked about it. Um, as far as I know, the talks were basically ended in no. Um, we we are aware that it's pretty tough for a newbie right now, but as we go on, we're going to basically do everything we can to make that easier we might add something like that later although i seriously doubt we will add anything like the old uh, you know no heat servers or infinite ammo i seriously doubt we'll have that but um i guess time will tell and i'm not a designer and i'll hurl a rock at bradley later and find out what he's gonna do okay i understand the no heat and the no uh, the no ammo thing but like you said on the infinite respawns i mean do you think that that's a realistic possibility that one's a maybe. I'm not sure, though. We might do... I don't know. I heard a long time ago. I don't know if we're still thinking of this, but the battlefield system where, like, you can spawn and it takes away a ticket every time you spawn. We, I think there was talk about doing something like that, but um, I honestly don't know if we're adding it and if we are, when that would be. It would be much, much far away, so I'm not sure, to be honest. All right, thank you. 
Cool. Awesome, thank you for your question. Um, I, I do have a question from somebody about the new map. But before I ask that, Nico, what is your favorite map currently, including the new uh, night version of Frozen City? Myself, I love actually the night version of Frozen City, but uh, <laughs> the original one was one of my favorites, and especially some of the additions they put into the maps recently. It's it's beautiful. Uh, yeah, now Phil and I were talking about the the night uh, version, and and he thinks that the, the perspective is a little off because everything's so crystal clear. I, Myself, I just, I, like yeah, it. I just I don't like it. Um, it throws me off, especially even the uh, the. Uh, for, um, forest colony, like it throws me off that I can see all the way across the map. That being said, it just takes getting used to. That's all it is. Um, you know, it, I was actually pegging a catapult across from forest colony with my AC2, come down thinking no one can hit him. All of a sudden, I just start plunk away, and you know, and it, it it is what it is. But Garth, what about you? Your favorite map? I actually like <laughs> forest colony. Um, it's the first one I play, but I uh, find I have the most variety of um, sort of tactics available to me. I find that as a light who loves flanking, I have, especially with the boat now, oh, God, there's like nine different ways you can split <laughs> in the middle to get around people. It's totally. fantastic. Exactly. You annoying little Jenners. So my, <laughs> my question is from uh, Dr- Drunk Jawa. He's in the audience. And his question is about the uh, the new map that uh, has been hinted towards. Is there anything that you can say about that? Is there any any more... Uh, little tidbits that you can feed us, or is that still all top secret? It's a lot bigger, I can say that. Uh, it's definitely our biggest map by far. Can you say, like, how big compared to maybe Forest Colony or something? I don't know how to... Like, it's funny because everyone says that um, Caustic is a small map, but actually running from one side to the other, it's really big. Uh, it's bigger than Caustic. I, I, don't, I don't really want to give a number. I don't Maybe a quarter bigger than that, maybe... 35% more 50 I'm not sure it's somewhere in there it's a mm-hmm. lot bigger and it feel the big thing to me is it feels a lot bigger uh, it sucks in parts as a light because you there's a lot of cover but you really <laughs> got to dodge from the long range guys taking shots at you yeah would this be an inappropriate time to throw in unit in the unit unit the cockpit unit unit, unit. so that's cool thank you for uh, the answers and 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 fielding some of those audience questions um before we wrap up is there anything that you guys have to say is there any parting messages uh nico any words wanna... of wisdom from nico <laughs> well recently i've been getting a few more private messages than usual of uh, players thanking me for helping organize the forums and i just wanted to shout a thank you back to all of those guys because it really warmed my heart when i got those in the morning there are appreciative people out there. Not everybody is a troll, and I will second that, or third it, or fourth it uh, to both you and Garth. Uh, thank third you for all the. It. Yeah, I'll third person <laughs> it. Uh, you bitch. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's a job that I think few people could actually uh, handle and do well. And you guys do an awesome job. So thank you for your part in the community building. What about you, Garth? Anything? Any parting words? Uh, I just wanted to say thanks to everyone who PMs me with, hey, we're not all negative, and uh, I want everyone to know I do send those messages, all, each and every one, around to the entire team whenever you send them. Uh, it's not that I want everyone to think that we're, you know, on, no one thinks poor of us or anything, but um, we don't have to receive emails from me to know that some people aren't happy. We can go on the forums and find that out. But 
getting those PMs that are positive is really nice to hear because we all know there are problems, but these guys are here till midnight a lot of the time. And staying till midnight and being told you're lazy makes you want to rage. So, mm -hmm. yeah. True say. Awesome, guys. Thank you again for being on the show. Uh, Nico, it was a pleasure to meet you. Garth, look forward to next week. Uh, unless you're... When is your wedding, by the way? Next month. Okay, cool. so we should have you on next week unless you're getting flowers or you know, stuff like that. Yep, definitely. Uh, today, man. <laughs> right on. I remember all that. Get uh, your crash suit ready. Definitely yeah, exactly. good to meet you, Nico. And of course, nice to uh, meet you all too. You know, we'll have you guys on the show again, Nico. Look forward to. Uh, I'm sure we can get you in the game, play with you sometime, and uh, maybe even get you part of the Twitch events for uh, future. Uh, you know, oh yeah. You know, oh, quite pew -pew. possibly. I, I think we can bug a Lanka and all the other staff up there to get you on there. I think we can do that. She'd we'll, be on board. We're going to throw you in a pink mech, though, and tell you to run around in circles. Um, <laughs> I'd be more than happy to have a pink mech, really. Oh, my God. Urban mech and pink mech. You are garbage. Pink it's urban little... mech? God. All right, I guys. I like being the flashiest one on the battlefield, what can I say? <laughs> a dazzle, sparkle. All right, guys. Obviously, thank you again for coming out to the live studio audience. We ask if you have the ability, go to our website. We've got a tip jar on the right. Help us out. We do need your support more than ever and of course thank you for helping us out on facebook 1673 likes today that's actually gone up since yesterday and obviously give us feedback on facebook some of you don't like facebook hey good good to go go to our twitter. website register yes we have twitter which will be set up to our website so anytime we post it it'll automatically update soon enough but if you don't like uh social media go to our website register real quick it's easy by the way that being said if you don't get your email for your password, check your junk mail. And if that doesn't work, shoot me an email, Lang at nogutsnogalaxy.net, and I will personally hook you up and take care of you. That's how For all your problems, contact Phil. And he Any will unit issues, up. ask Darren. Unit, 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 unit. And again, thank you to everyone, our community, unit. all of our staff members, and of course, Cockpit. cockpits everywhere. <laughs> oh, this beer is good. This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy, Mex Devs and Beer podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Phil. And this is Darren. Until next time, Mech Warrior.
let's get out of here. Fill your pain for the drinks, right? <laughs>